Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast, your guide for growing lawn care and landscape startups into a thriving business. This show is dedicated to helping you improve your business and achieve financial success. Your host, Paul Jamison, is the best-selling author of Cut That Grass and Make That Cash and The Lawn Care Advantage, winning strategies for a thriving landscaping business. Join us as Paul shares his expertise and passion, helping you create a prosperous future. Now, here's your host, Paul Jamison. Welcome to today's episode of the Green Industry Podcast, where we help lawn care and landscaping startups go into thriving businesses. And we had Megan and Joey Coberly on our last three episodes talking about some of the thriving businesses that they see uh, legitimately. Uh, they are bookkeepers, so they have about 40 customers. Uh, they take care of the books for those lawn and landscape businesses. And a lot of these Companies start around a hundred thousand a year, eighty thousand a year revenue, and then and then start growing into hundreds of thousands of revenue, and, and most importantly, um, increasing the profit margins. So anyway, if you want to listen to those three episodes, if you have not already, they cover topics such as owners' pay and how to do that, and how important that is, and how to survive the win- the winter months uh, in a lawn and landscape business with your laborers and things of that nature, and just common pitfalls they see financially in running a lawn care landscaping business. But as they were talking, and I didn't want to interject my opinions too much as they were talking because they have such a unique perspective of seeing 40 separate lawn and landscaping businesses and they noticed trends, good, bad, and ugly. And they were sharing those things. But um, as they were sharing, they kept referencing how important it is to budget in our personal lives meaning it's essential if we're going to have lasting success and really thrive in business that not only is the business profitable, but our actual household, uh, the, the management of our household budget and finances is of the utmost important as well. So I want to dive a little bit deeper on that today. And again, I'm not going to rehash what they talked about as of owner's pay But the most abbreviated summary I can give is that if you own a lawn care and landscaping business as fast as possible, and their recommendation would be month one, to start paying yourself as the owner of the business. Now, if you're going to pay yourself $4,000 a month or $5,000 a month or more, then your business is going to have to fund that, meaning you're going to have to you're going to have to be charging your customers a premium price so that you have enough money to pay all your expenses in the business and pay yourself your salary and have money left over. So anyway, they already talked through all that and I'm not going to rehash the importance of that. But when you do determine, should I pay myself 4,000 a month, 5,000 a month, 6,000 a month or more, how do you know, how do you come up with that number? And then when you do pay yourself 6,000 a month or 5,000 a month, how do you make that money behave? That's what we're going to talk about today. So what is budgeting? Well, budgeting is a tool for managing our personal finances. And I'm going to actually show you under the hood of my personal budget um, here in a moment or or talk to you about it because I guess I can't show you on an audio podcast. But John Maxwell says, that a budget is telling your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. So the important thing to do 
And if you've never done this before, you it's a fresh start. You can start uh, January of 2024. If you're listening to this in February, start in February, whatever month you're starting, tell your money where to go instead of wondering where it went. And so the benefits of budgeting is it reduces stress. It really does because you can, you face the reality of what's going on in your finances and it's going to give you over time better insights into how to save more money, how to pay off your debt if you have any debt. And unfortunately, I, there's a, a research that only 41% of Americans use a budget. That, that's that's mind-boggling to me. Um, but anyway, hopefully if you're a Green Industry Podcast listener, you set a budget for your personal household every single month. And so... <clears throat> Let's talk about steps to create a personal budget, how you track your income and expenses. Um, and I'll, I'll say there are a bunch of tools out there that, that offer this, but I use an old school spreadsheet and I, I do my way might not even be efficient, but it works for me. So what I do, I literally did this yesterday, literal story here, real life. I printed out my credit union statement from December 31st or pardon me, December 31st. It's available after December 31st. For December of 2023 is what I meant to say. So I printed it out and it showed me how much I paid myself that month because I just, you know, deposit one check a month in that account for my for my business. And then it shows me all of the expenses that I spent. Every little DoorDash, every little thing that I wasn't expecting. I had to go to a contact. Uh, I had to go get some contacts and, and glasses, my glasses fixed. And that wasn't budgeted for, it wasn't planned for, but I, I did it. So anyway, <clears throat> what I did yesterday, it took me about an hour. I went through my, my printed out statement and I went through a little spreadsheet. And I'm not saying this is what you got to do, but this is how I know my numbers. And then I would go through and I'd literally write on my, I'll pull it up here. I'll write on my uh, spreadsheet each uh, expense. So I did Venmo 29 bucks I sent to my brother. That was a Christmas gift for my mom. We all went in on. Then a good old DoorDash at Lake Burrito, $23.25 food. Then boom, Instant Cart, $113.05 groceries. I put a little category there. Then one, two, three cleaning, a hundred bucks. <clears throat> That's for my cleaning ladies. They do a good job. And then I, I, I literally just write, I, I write this down in my spreadsheet and I'm sure there's a way I could copy and paste it from my statement, but I actually want to write it down because I want to see every penny I spent in December 2023. And then what I do from there, and I'm, I'm not saying this is the most efficient way, but I'm telling you it, it, it gets me organized. So then I made another little column section and I put all my door dashes into that section, which I did a door dash to First Watch, Village Burger, Panda Express, Chipotle, Los Rios, chopsticks that's a Chinese joint and Chipotle. And anyway, I typed them all out or I copied and pasted them in the row. How much you think I spent on DoorDash last month, Mr. Producer? This is rough. Nope. More. Nope. Close. $423.20. Now <clears throat> I got carried away in December because it was cold outside and I got lazy and I got fat and happy. And I just, that's too much money to be spending on DoorDash. But what happens is because I looked at my statement from December 23, I faced the reality that I spent $423.20 on 
um, DoorDash. And so, and I looked at them all, every single one of them was over, uh, $20 cause they deliver it, right? It's $22.54, $25.72, $22.54, $20.70, $20.90. Oh, there's one time Chipotle guy. I got, I got them for $19.42. I think I was using coupon or something. But anyway, that's a lot of money to be spending on DoorDash. And so my, it's like a game for me now in January. My goal is for my DoorDash expenditures to be less than $423 this month. That's, that's outrageous. But if I'm not paying attention, you don't even notice this thing. How much you think I spent on groceries last month, Mr. Producer? See, I, I did a Publix. I did the old farmer's market, Leonard's farmer's market, some instant cart there, some Whole Foods, Publix again. Nope. More. This is embarrassing, but I'm telling you, if you pay attention, then you can make the adjustments. And I had a rough, rough month last month because uh, for several reasons, I'm not making excuses, but if you're not paying attention and you do, you slip up month after month and it's going to hurt you long-term. I spent $658 on groceries last, last month. And that was me going to Publix personally pushing the cart. Uh, one time I ordered the instant cart which was $202.94, just too much money. Now I know, and, 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 and uh, Dan Martell and, and Brian Fullerton would say, well, you, you, you order the Instacart, have the groceries deliver, and then that, that time that you would have spent at Publix you, or grocery store, you could send doing income-producing activities. There is, a, there, there is an absolute case and argument for that. And you know, eventually, maybe I can get there where I just do only Instacart. Um, but- the reality is I have the time and I don't mind putting an audible book in my ear, you know, ear pods in and, and pushing the cart and going to the store and listen to an audio book while I do it and just get out of the house a little bit. And there's, there's other reasons. I'm not saying one way is right or wrong uh, for you. You got to figure out what makes sense the most. But when I went to Publix, the grocery store, it was $101.63 and then hundred and $4.65, the two times I went and pushed the cart. When I ordered it, pretty much getting the same things on Instacart, it was double the price. It was $202.94. Because if you buy a banana on Instacart, they jack the price up and then you got to pay all these fees and then you got to tip the guy. And, and all of that basically doubles your bill. So to save a hundred bucks, I just went and pushed the cart. And again, I'm not trying to be controversial and saying I disagree with Brian or, or Martel for saying have the Instacart delivered. But what I am saying is, do you know how much you spent last month in your personal household on eating out? I know how much I spent, $423.20. Do you know how much you spent on your groceries last month? I spent $658.44. Well, that's over $1,000 on food. I'm just one person. It's a lot of money. My rent's $2,290. 99 cents. So we'll call it 2,300 if you want to be rounded up. 2,300. Another thousand on food. I'm already at 3,300 just for rent and food. Then we get into my cleaning ladies, 100 bucks a pop every two weeks. That's 200 bucks. My utility is 110 bucks. Throw in a haircut. Do you have other expenses, insurances, student loans? Uh, I don't have a gym membership. I canceled the gym because I, I work out where I live for free, but it can add up fast. So, so I look at all my numbers. What, what, what did it end up being? $4,942 in expenditures. 
So if I pay myself 5,000 a month and I spent 4,942, what's missing? Exactly. There's no margin there to save. There's no margin there for giving. If, if, if you want to be someone who gives money in, in addition to saving money, if, if you spend all that comes in, now you could say, well, instead of paying yourself 5,000 a month, why don't you pay 6,000 a month? Well, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a really good point. But here's what happens when you don't pay attention. I guarantee you this will happen if you don't pay attention. So you're, you, look, you do look at your numbers and you're like, okay, I'm spending, I'm spending 5,000 a month. What I'll do is I'll just pay myself 6,000 a month. Then I'll have a thousand margin that I can save and give out of that. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to start spending 6,000 a month. Then I'll just pay myself 7,000 a month. I'm nothing wrong with that. If you, if your business can support that, if your if your business is healthy enough that you can pay yourself six or $7,000 a month, go for it. But guess what they call it? Lifestyle creep. And the next thing you know, you could double it. Instead of paying yourself 5,000 a month, you could be paying your, which is 60 grand a year. You could be paying yourself 10,000 a month out of your business. First of the month, cut yourself a check for 10 grand. Guess what's going to happen if you're not paying attention? Oh, that's right. Next thing you know, you're going to be spending 10,000 a month. So the power of a budget is now I start a new month. And I, are, I write down on my spreadsheet, okay, my, I already know what my rent's going to be, 2290 And then I make it a game. Well, last month, I spent 658 on groceries. Can I get that down to 600 this month? Like, I gamify it. Because I'm like, what, the, what does that mean? Well, that means maybe I, instead of throwing out blueberries because they sit in my refrigerator too long, um... I'm I'm wasting money. Eat everything in my refrigerator before I go back to the grocery store and order more. Or maybe it means cutting out the the Instacart this month and saving that hundred bucks uh, and going going to the grocery store myself. Or if you are going to be like, no, 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 I got to do the Instacart thing, then just maybe that means no DoorDash. Four hundred twenty three bucks I spent last month on DoorDash. That's ridiculous. Twenty bucks here, twenty two bucks there, twenty five bucks there, twenty five bucks. I mean, just it adds up. So my goal for this month now, as I wrote my budget for this month, is that that eating out uh, expenditures, you know, goes down by cutting about half. I'm not saying don't DoorDash. I'm not saying don't, don't, don't Instacart. But when you pay attention, then, then it, then you're, you're more on top of things and you, you can make smarter decisions. I know I need a haircut, beard trim, right? Trying to get a girlfriend, a wife, keep that, keep that beard looking fresh, right? That's 70 bucks a pop when I go in there. Yeah, I said that right, Mr. Producer. It was $12 when I was in high school. My boy Sean was my barber in high school <clears throat> in Ohio. I come down here, my barber's Sean. It's a different Sean. Way, way different Sean. <laughs> These guys are different to, in, in many ways. But, uh, you know, I, I tip him 15 bucks. Maybe, I don't know if that's good or not. It's more than 20%, but it's, you know, the haircut is usually about 53 bucks. And then I tip him 15. So it's about $70 every time I go in there. Haircut. But that's on my budget. I, I don't want to take that off my budget. I wanna I wanna be looking fresh. So that's that's 280 a month. Haircut. So then what happens is when the month's over, when this month's over, I'll rinse and repeat. That, you know, around February 1st, February 2nd. 
I'll print out how I did this month. And then I'll look at, well, here was my goal. My goal was rent 2,290. And pretty much I already know I hit that goal because I paid my rent on time. I got my grocery goal. I got my, I, I have all my goals written down for the month, which if I stick to my budget this month, I'm not going to spend over 5,000 on my personal income. So my goal is to pay myself this year more than 5,000 a month, much more than that, actually. But my goal is that my expenditures, personally speaking here, don't go above 5,000 a month. Now, there will be a month, maybe I want to buy a new piece of clothing or whatnot, but I have that planned for, I have that budgeted for, because there's no wiggle room. I'm spending 5K a month right now with, with the budget I just shared with you. So if I want to, if I want to go on a little shopping spree and spend a few hundred bucks freshening up the wardrobe, that money's going to have to come from somewhere else, <clears throat> DoorDash, or, you know, or somewhere else. We're going to take a quick break. Coming up, I'm going to share some more tips on creating your household budget, managing finances smart. Have you heard the news about the LTR Summit that's happening here in Atlanta, Georgia? Here's my friend Naylor Taliaferro to tell us all about the event. What's going on, guys? Two days only, January 19th and 20th, the LCR Summit in Atlanta, Georgia. We're going to have a great time. Day one is all about social media, podcasting, YouTube, creating a digital presence for your business, or if you just want to be a content creator or grow your content creator presence, day two is all about business mastery, starting off with Jonathan Potosnik, lawn care millionaire. He's going to be the keynote speaker. Then we've got Keith Kalfas doing his marketing ROI workshop, John Pajak doing his budgets, break-evens, and bottom lines, helping you to know your numbers workshop. And we've got Marvin Salcedo doing company culture and team building. It's going to be a great time, two days only, this January 19th and 20th. You can go to lcrsummit.com for more details. I hope to see you guys there. Are you looking to supercharge your lawn care business? Check out Footbridge Media. They'll optimize your online presence, manage your reviews, and provide personalized marketing consulting, all under a fixed price pledge. With no hidden charges and a 90-day money-back guarantee, it's time to take your business to the next level. Visit greenindustrypodcast.com now to discover more about Footbridge Media, your bridge to success. You're out there in the field, mowing lawns, making money, working hard. But for every dollar you make, you're worried. Worried that you spend too much, worried that you won't make payroll, or worried you'll generate a big financial mistake. Simply put, you don't know your numbers. You're not alone. The Landscaping Bookkeeper has helped dozens of eager lawn care owners organize their numbers, learn the language of business, and build a solid financial foundation. Start your journey from simply earning money to creating a long-lasting source of income today by scheduling a free 15-minute phone call at thelandscapingbookkeeper.com. All right, we are returning here with a Warren Buffett quote. Do not save what is left after spending, but spend what is left after saving. So Buffett would say, the most important thing you do first is save. Others may say the most important thing you do first is give, then save, then spend what's left over after that. And so it's important to regularly review and adjust the budget because I shared with you on a personal note how easy it is for me as a single guy to spend $4,942.25 in one month. That's paying 100 bucks to a, a vitamin company. I get my vitamins. 
spending 110 bucks to my to my um uh utility electric thing a couple hundred bucks a month to my cleaning lady now if i get married maybe i get rid. i don't know do i get rid of the cleaning lady and my wife cleans the house or do we she said no 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 we're keeping that cleaning lady i don't know but that's 200 bucks a month haircut 280 i i pay a personal trainer for 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 working out uh do, doing muscle you know uh going to the gym and stuff like that rent 2290 it, it gets to four thousand nine hundred forty two dollars 25 cents what's what's your number what, what what did you spend last month personally maybe it was only maybe it was only 30 3900 if you if you if your rent's not 2300 a month i know i live in a expensive city here in atlanta i know i spent too much money on doordash but but what warren buffett says is save first then after you've saved you can splurge a little bit on the on the luxuries in life and so i mention all of this because sticking to a budget is something that joey coberly continued to emphasize um is kind of like a, a tag team they're saying you have to pay yourself as the owner because what a lot of amateur companies do that are in the survival mode steve stage is they just oh rents due and they, they take money out of their lawn business and then oh the, the, something else is due and then they take money out for that and that and that and what's easier and more uh, sustainable long term is no you're going to pay yourself five thousand dollars every month out of the business well after a month or two of doing that you're going to look at your business and be like oh man we got we got to what do we got to do to bring in more money to the business it's going to get your business healthier faster when you start paying yourself uh, a set amount of like that out of the business because you're going to realize, okay, I got to get the business healthier to make sure I can afford to pay myself 5,000 a month or 6,000 a month or whatever it is. But then once you do pay yourself that amount, you need to make every dollar go to work. Once you do pay yourself money by not blowing it where necessary, or pardon me, I didn't say that right by not blowing it, but, but sticking to what's necessary once versus needs, right? You need shelter. You need food. I need shelter. I need food. It's, it's absolutely important that we have a, a place, you know, a roof over our head and food in our belly. So what, what's the, for, for where you want to live and what, what you want to eat and your diet and all that, like there's ways to be smart about our rent and our groceries. And then from there, you know, if you have a student loan or something like that, that that's kind of a non-negotiable insurances, uh, utility bills, but you kind of, you kind of do the needs you need to pay those bills, but then the once that gets into personal training at the gym or a gym membership, the DoorDash stuff like that is, is more in the one category. So, so just figuring out what your needs and wants are and keeping all of this organized. That's why it's so important to have a business checking account. Uh, and running all your business uh, income and expenditures through that business account or accounts. And then your personal account, you know, once a month or whatnot, you, you pay yourself from the business. And that money goes in your personal account. And then that stuff's only used for personal, but you're paying attention. You're paying attention. You're paying attention and living on less than we make. I have professional advice. I have Megan and Joey looking at both my business and my personal. I want their 
investment strategies. I, I want their, um, they have a role in my investments in personal financial growth. I want to know what can I be doing better? And summarizing what Joey shared with me is I can be a penny pincher on the personal side. I can try to get my personal expenses to the, you know, living on less than I make as bare minimum as I can squeezing out as much margin in my business as possible. And then as I pay myself more, that money doesn't go to lifestyle. That money goes to saving for a home, for my dream home, right? Saving for the future. I don't want to say it's necessarily saving for retirement. I don't, I hope Lord willing, I never retire. I go till my last breath work in serving other people, but, 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 you know, financially being into, you know, financially having that money saved, of course, like, you know, I, I, I have a Roth IRA and all that stuff that I, that I invest in in savings, but to get that margin, we can have a healthy business. We can even pay ourselves, you know, the same set amount every month, whether that's 4,000 a month, 5,000 a month or 6,000 a month or more. I know we got overachievers out there like, dude, I pay myself seven grand a month. Great. But what I'm trying to warn us about, well, what Joey was trying to warn our community about is that lifestyle creep where what, do, what are you doing with the money that's going into your household? Do you know how much? We should know our numbers. We should know what does the needs cost every month? The rent, the groceries, the insurances, the, the utilities, the, if you have uh, student loans or things of that nature, what does that number equal? And then if we want to add in the, the luxuries of life, a gym membership, which again, I don't have one at the moment, but I do work out at my personal, not personal gym, but my, you know, where I live, there's a gym and I do have a trainer that I pay to meet me at the gym and train me, but that's a luxury. That's a, do I have the margin in, in the budget to afford that. Thankfully I do, but if I didn't, that'd be, that would be the first thing to go before the, you, you, the, the rent and the groceries don't go. Those have to be on the list and they have to be paid for. I don't want to beat the dead drum here, but <clears throat> let me share some closing remarks here. So get, get professional advice. I, again, I do this myself where I look at my, my budget each month I set a budget for the new month and some months change because uh, last month I had to spend money on a hotel for two nights when I went out of town for, for, for the holidays. But I, I knew that was coming. I budgeted for it and I had the money for it. I paid for it and it was all good. I don't have a credit card. I don't have, I, I have to have the money in my bank account to pay for all this stuff because I don't, I don't use debt. I don't use the credit card. I just pay for it in cash or, you know, with my, with my, <clears throat> my checking account, the money's in there, but it, but it's planned for. So in summary, it's good to print out our checking account statement every month and then, and then pay attention to where the money went. And if you've never started this budgeting journey, the, 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 the easiest way to start is make sure you keep your business accounts separate from your personal accounts. And then it should be pretty simple to print out your statement from your credit union or local bank, wherever you bank with all of them online, have a statement you can print out. And then you just literally just write it all down on a, on a napkin or a piece of paper, or in my case, I use a spreadsheet that once you have it all down, 
you can see exactly how much you spent. And then I like to just put them into little categories. And this reduces my stress so much because I can see how much I need them to, to pay myself to, to hit my goals. And then that motivates me in my business to go make more money. Because when you start paying yourself 4000 a month, you're going to realize that's not that much. It's going to motivate your business to get even healthier so you can start paying yourself 5000 a month. And then you'll realize that ain't that much. <laughs> and then motivate you to get out there and, and, and do serve more people well and charge them a better price, uh, you know, a higher price. And you start paying yourself 6000 a month and so on and so forth. But the goal is as your business, if it's healthy enough, and again, I keep saying get professional advice. I want Megan and Joey to look at my business and say, you can afford to pay yourself this amount as your personal salary. And then I need to be diligent to manage that very well, what I do pay myself. But it is good to have another set of eyes on what your business can afford to pay you as the owner. Am I making sense here, Mr. Producer? Yeah, I would, I would, uh, I, I'm not the expert on this. Um, Dave Ramsey, his, his team, they have advanced budgeting strategies and, 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 you know, the effective way to, to manage your, your, your income for or your household income. But I'm just telling you what works for me is, and it might be clunky. It might be, uh, it might not be efficient, but every month when I have to write down, I went, I ordered DoorDash at Village Burger on December 9th, and I spent $20.70. Then the next day on December 10th, I spent $20.90 at Panda Express. Well, what was I paying for there is convenience. Because I could have made a burger at home with some vegetables, have been a little bit healthier than the burger and fries I ordered. And that would have been cheaper than $20.70. And it would have been more nutritious. Panda Express, man. $20.90, I could have made... So anyway, my point is, you see what you spent, it can help you then the next month to know, kind of gamify it a little bit. Is there any way I can make my grocery budget go down a little bit? Is there any way I can make my DoorDash fund go down a little bit? And is there any way I can, I can get more margin so I can save more money, so I can become more wealthy? Not, not, not spending everything I make. And of course, we should all try to make more. But I'm telling you, you could pay yourself 10000 a month instead of 5000 a month if you don't get in the habit of, of analyzing how you performed financially the previous month, it, you'll start spending 10000 a month. Then you can start paying yourself 20000 a month. You'll start spending 20000 a month. It's just, it is human nature. That's why all these athletes, they make millions of dollars and they spend millions of dollars and then they're broke. There's so many stories. Personally, I personally know people like this. Personally. Personally. Have their phone numbers in my, my phone. Could call them. Text them. They spent. They made it and they spent it. We want to make it. We want to spend a portion of it. We want to give a portion of it. We want to save and invest a good portion of it. Because that's what's going to produce more. Not just out-earning our stupidity and being being. Uh, sloppy financially. All right. I feel like I'm being too mean here. Um, <laughs> go back and listen to Megan and Joey talk about it. They're, they're more tactful about it and ex explaining it. I'm just letting you see that whether you pay yourself four five or 6,000 a month out of your business, or maybe you're not even to that stage yet. Maybe you're still in survival mode and you're like, I, I, I don't even have the money to pay myself that set amount. 
get the business making the money so you can start paying yourself four, five, six, seven, eight thousand a month, and then really micromanaging that money you pay your household so that there's a fat margin between what you spend and you have money left over. And then that money you have left over, it's another topic for another day, but that we're saving and investing that to earn compound interest. Amen. We'll end it right there. I'll leave that alone. That's another topic for another day, but I appreciate you listening. Oh yeah. We had a rating and review come in. This pumped me up. Let me click on it real quick and read it to you. And uh, hopefully you guys like our new podcast. We, we refreshed the artwork on that. So every year or so I usually freshen things up a bit. Uh, why, why am I not finding this rating and review? There it is. Andy Wilson. Thanks, Andy from professional law maintenance says, Paul, thank you for all you do for the greed industry. I'm a frequent listener to your podcast. The principles that I've learned, I've applied them in operating my lawn care business. I'm a better business owner because of you, Andy Wilson. That means the world to us, Andy. Thank you for the five-star rating and review. Well, I appreciate you guys listening to today's program. I hope I've motivated you. Go print out your bank statement from last month. Look at where you spent your money and then set a plan for the rest of this month and then starting next month, a fresh new plan um, and try to try to gamify it. Try to, try to see if you can squeeze more margin so that we spend less than we make. And if we stay in that habit the rest of our lives every month, spending less than we make, and, and then investing some of that margin there, uh, that, that will give us peace of mind and wealth and so many, so many blessings. But we got to pay attention. Um, so hope that helps. So much more I could share on this topic, but I got a meeting that I'm got to go to. So we will end it right there. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Paul. Is it time to elevate your lawn care business with Jobber? As a field service management software, Jobber has been a game changer for me since 2019, streamlining everything from quotes to payments and making customer communication a breeze. Tap the link in our show notes and see why over 200,000 home service pros trust Jobber to grow their business. Click the link in today's show notes or visit getjobber.com forward slash Paul to learn more. Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.